Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. <laughs> it's Abe Lincoln's top hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. <laughs> Boom, we can't get fooled again. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here, hanging out with Travis Irvine. Hello, Ben. And Fernando. Saludos, Ben. Saludos to you, Fernando. Hey. All right. <laughs> we have a bunch of stuff to get to today. As always, thank you for listening to the latest episodes. Your feedback has been fantastic. Unfortunately, not all the news is as great as all of you, but we're going to get to it. <laughs> We're going to talk Cawthorn, we're going to talk Marjorie Taylor Greene, and of course the conversation of reproductive rights and abortion continues raging on in this country. Things get worse as we speak. We have some interesting sound from, in this case, two female politicians who are really towing a hard line so smart. when it comes to incest and um, <laughs> Rape. So we will discuss that. But speaking of crazy bat shit candidates, man, this mm. election, democracy, what a glorious wow. game it is. <laughs> mm. There's a fella, J.R. Majewski. He's a Republican. He just won a GOP nomination, <sighs> the GOP nomination for Congress. This was in Ohio. Now, yes. why is this important? Number one, gerrymandering and redistricting. This man is one of the first to greatly benefit mm. from the corrupt Ohio gerrymandered districts. As a matter of fact, he may unseat one of the longest reigning gals in Ohio's Congress because of the way they drew the lines. But it's not about drawing when it comes to Mr. Majewski's artistic talents. It's about <laughs> rapping. Mm. No one really knows what this guy's all about other than he's a stop-to-steal Republican. I believe he was there on January 6th in Washington, D.C., 2001. He has a lot to say, but let's oh, yeah. just hear what he has to sing. This is J.R. Majewski, and if you are in Ohio and you are in his district, you're looking at the next local congressman. My God, what a set of pipes. This is his hit song, Let's Go Brandon. <laughs> They want to make us woke and force us to get the vax. Sending pictures with the Pope will get us to all relax. No, at dementia is a serious disease. Oh, come on, man. Squeeze your cheeks when you sneeze. Focus on ice cream while he's crapping his pants. We want our dreams and our freedom. This is our last chance. This the hill we die on. This the line in the sand. There's no one on the battlefield. United we stand. Divided we fall. We need to finish the war. They want to raise all our taxes. We done with them all. A rendezvous with destiny. Take the house in 22. Just try to put a mask on me. You'll see red, white, and blue. Everything well goes to sh. But let's go, Brandon's a hit. There it is. I hate it. Well, he is a multiple, multi talented. Wow. He and Kid Rock with two Let's Go Brandon uh. songs. 
Man, I, do we need more? We think we need even more. Let's I absolutely <laughs> do. And again, what a heyday. If your name is Brandon, you finally have everyone singing your song. As a man named Ben, I only get a derivative, Benny and the Jets. I must say, I've never been treated so perf. I've never been treated as well as folks named Brandon by this unbelievable rap class. You got to go commit an insurrection, Ben, and then yes, you'll get more indeed. tracks about you. Well, maybe if I get some Viagra, <laughs> I'll be able to go have a solid four-hour insurrection. And so, Travis, you're the Ohio native. You're the man who knows everything that Ohio hides. What the hell is going on here? I know. Right now, the 9th Congressional District, the seat is being occupied by Representative Marcy Kaptur, and she is a Democrat. Yes, yes, the longest-serving congresswoman in congressional history. In fact, if she wins one more term, I believe she breaks all the records for uh, women serving in Congress. That's why this is... Such a bizarre, unique thing to happen with this Mr. Majewski fella. Obviously, we were covering Ohio election results uh, the other night with the the good liars. Uh, This one slipped by me until the next day. That's why I had to send it to you guys right away. (laughs) Mr. Majewski, not only in his primary, he beat a sitting state representative and a sitting state senator. Wow. And it was all because... Um, I know you criticized uh, his drawing. He actually is a great drawer. He drew a picture of Trump on his lawn that was visible from hundreds of uh, feet up in the air so planes would see it. And Trump loved it. And Trump actually endorsed this guy. Okay. Uh, we don't know what his background is. He apparently works at one of the nuclear plants in the area, but is, is even his occupation is very vague. This is uh, this is above and beyond in terms of bizarreness. You know, we, we've yes. talked about Dr. Oz, Herschel Walker, the fact that uh, J.D. Vance, who obviously won the Senate uh, primary here in Ohio, these handpicked people by Trump who have no business being in government, but they're loyal to Trump. That is an interesting phenomenon when it comes to what's going on mm-hmm. with the orange man's endorsements. Is it going to work with Dr. Oz? Even Mike Pompeo is against uh, Dr. Oz, and you can trust him. He lost a bunch of weight. <laughs> Something about lying profusely on television really, really <laughs> stops the appetite. sucks the pounds right off. <laughs> yeah, it sucks the pounds and really sniffs out the appetite. So Dr. Oz, maybe not the uh, man who is going to benefit from the bizarre orange Midas touch that Trump can give. It seems like in Ohio, that's different, though. J.D. Vance winning, and now this Mm -hmm. fantastic artist uh, that one can only (laughs) describe as as, uh, this generation's, um, I don't even, six-pack, perhaps, Mm. because it looks as if he is absolutely hammered. And uh, that might be the only good thing about him. Yes. Well, and this is it. Like you said, he's going to be teeing up against Marcy Kaptur. Now, a little bit of history on on the district. This is what was famously known as the Snake on the Lake. Mm. It was a district Mm. that the Republicans redrew the first time they gerrymandered Ohio. Well, perhaps not the first, certainly not the last. But back in 2010, 2011, Mm. what they did was... Because Ohio was losing a congressional seat that year as well, they pitted uh, Democratic stalwart Dennis Kucinich in Cleveland against Democratic stalwart Marcy Kaptur in Toledo. Oh. They drew those districts together, created the snake on the lake. Marcy Kaptur beat Kucinich in that primary, and Kucinich was no longer a representative well, here in Ohio. So that's why that district's so interesting. And in this most recent round of gerrymandering, they 
drew Marcy Cantor's district to be more favorable to a Republican. Right. So that is certainly, um, that's why her seat's in danger, and she could lose it to a guy that's, he's got a great set of pipes. That's all he's well, really got. apparently, evidently, Majewski, he's a uh, QAnon conspiracy dude, and uh, he, mm-hmm. he believes that most people in government are Satan-worshipping pedophiles, probably why he wants to get there, uh, so that he can join the party <laughs> and hang out with Hawthorne. On the fun. Yeah. <laughs> I do respect, he, he said that he was there on January 6th, but he didn't go in the building. He did not oh, do so. it. There you, there, go. there you go. Possible, I guess. I'm trying to understand this, Travis. So everything, mm. it's still, the redistricting battle is still happening in Ohio. But this guy could still win, even though that battle is happening? How does that even work? That's a fantastic question, Fernando. And of course, everyone should uh, go back and listen to our episode with Katie Shanahan Mm -hmm. again, because it continues to resonate. Um, You're absolutely right. This week, the redistricting commission passed yet another round of unconstitutional maps. It is literally the same map that has already been unconstitutional four times. Um, But that is just for the state house legislative districts. What they did with congressional was that was a separate law. It's a separate part of the Constitution. Mm. So those were separate lawsuits. That one pretty much wasn't going to get settled before the primary was going to happen. So they managed, the Republicans managed to get through these super gerrymandered uh, congressional districts for Ohio on this year. So this year, for this two years, we're going with the current set of maps that are super gerrymandered. And the hope is for the ACLU, the League of Women Voters, they're hoping to get another set of maps for the next congressional district. But for now... This is it. And we have 15 seats. And right now there's going to lean about 12 Republican mm-hmm. to three Democrat. Yeah. And that ain't right. Interestingly enough, capped her. She would usually win in her previous before the redrawn district by about 96, by about 60 percent. Wow. Right? And mm-hmm. now what's going on is she has to introduce herself to basically the majority of a brand new district. So for right. Majewski and Captor, it's basically she's starting over. She's at, uh, you know, she's a level one, and then he's at level, God knows, uh, 0.5 or something. But you look at the record that she has, again, there since 83, and now you're going to have someone like Majewski in a district that is basically drawn up for him to win. Mm. And people are going to be wondering, who are these two newcomers? One raps, and the other has been (laughs) in office for they near 40 years or over. Absolutely. It's the race between the captor and the raptor. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so uh, this is one of those situations when we talk about gerrymandering, when we talk about redistricting and how we uh, and how it affects our democratic mm. process. Mm-hmm. As right. Travis just alluded to, the snake on a lake, uh, it seems as if it needs to, uh, we need to cut the head off of this snake. And uh, bring this district back to something that is somewhat normal. Absolutely, because what ends up happening in these uber hyper partisan primaries is you start to get the craziest, wackiest people on the bunch. I mean, this man beat a sitting state rep and a sitting state senator, not saying they're any more normal than he is, but they are actual sitting politicians uh, who have been elected to office at least once. And when it, <laughs> so, when it comes to Captor, she is no newcomer. Mm-hmm. When it comes to running against celebrities, she ran against a dude in 2012 named Samuel Samuel Wurzelbacher. But now you bet you might know him better as Joe the Plumber. Oh. He was Joe the Plumber. He wasn't a plumber. He was the original, and his name wasn't Joe. 
But anyway, she that. ran against him and she was able to beat him. But of course, he had a lot of clout. A lot of people said, Joe, the plumber, he's my kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Again, a total liar, even about something as simple as his first name. If he's going to make it up, <laughs> Joe the plumber, why not Sam the sandwich maker? Just anything would have worked, <laughs> yeah. but he went with Joe the plumber. And he was sort of a Ken Bone type character in the 2012, or was this even 2008, perhaps, when he kind of rose to prominence. Everyone was like, who's the new kid on the block? And they're like, oh, it's Joel. He's the plumber. And, uh, you know, a lot of of people wanted him to to plumb their pipes because they just loved what he was (laughs) saying so much. So Captor, she knows how to go against people who might be slightly more fringe, but again... Because it is a change election year, Mm. obviously the incumbent party being the Democrats, there's going to be room for people within the Republican Party to say, we better get these establishment types out of there. And what's more anti-establishment than J.R. Majewski singing all about clutching your ass cheeks together as to not have liquid (laughs) diarrhea? Fantastic policy point, by the way. (sighs) Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) That's what scares me about these types of politicians, because it feels like they're, you know, they're just running on a meme. It's yeah, he's like, running for himself. Yeah, he doesn't care like, about anybody else. He's like, I'm against pedophiles. Yeah. And then there's, but there's well, no. F- frankly, sir, I supported you until that. Because <laughs> oh, I am right, actually, right. I, uh, that was one of the areas where I think we're being a little bit mean. Anyway, I'm going to go. <laughs> it just, it, it worries me. Because as a citizen, what does this man know about policy? What does this man know about law? It, it nothing, nothing, nothing. And then that's what. The what thing he, he knows about is rap. And that's how good he is at it. It's horrible. It's not very good. And it's a Trump presidency, but in Ohio. It's it's a person that has no clue what they're doing, being in power, and making crazy decisions. I also just somehow this man got in contact with Trump. And then Donald, I don't know what happened. I don't know. Like, did he like listen to the music? And he was like, oh, this reminds me of my old Saturday Night Live days when they made (laughs) me seem like I was normal and kind of funny with the phone. Do you remember that when SNL normalized my fascism? Uh. Anyway, I'm Donald Trump and I support this moron. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, he first came to prominence for painting that giant Trump picture on his lawn and it went viral and he got on Fox and Friends. And, you know, at that point, Trump's going to see it. And at some point, Trump was even quoted in, in terms of his endorsement of saying i don't even know what he's for but i love him i love him and that's it that's literally all it takes is just to become a yes man for the orange man Uh, you know they criticize us men for just being into the visuals you know they say oh you gotta set up big old (laughs) boobies a man you'll go you'll do anything for you and then donald trump proves them all right because again as he said this man could seriously be a pedophile pizza maker who only goes to Comet in D.C. And Trump would have been like, I do like his landscaping. Yeah, uh. exactly. There you go. Next time, Marcy's going to have to run against Pete, the pedophile pizza maker. Look out. Yes, this is according to a couple of experts. They say this could basically be the end of Democrats in the state of oh, Ohio. No. So there you go. So long to party system. I drink alone. (laughs) And, well, of course, it should be noted that this is, I mean, obviously we're going to get to some of the other crazies in Congress who have been elected, but this is how you get your Madison Cawthorns. This is how you get your Marjorie Taylor Greens and your Boberts and your Ghosters. Ghoster, by the way, had also endorsed uh, Majewski. So, again, to our point, what we've been talking about the last few months over the last year, what do these people actually stand for? It's hard to say. Absolutely. And of course, we'll get to Madison Cawthorn here in a second. Uh, Jeffrey Broxmeyer, 
a professor of political science at the University of Toledo, this is what they had to say referring to the fact that the Democratic Party, especially in Ohio, may simply go away. Uh. He says, if Ohio Democrats get wiped out in this November, again, if you're going to get wiped out, you're going to want to clench your ass cheeks. Um, oh, yes, thank you, Mr. Majewski. No problem, sir. Mr. That's a Majewski platform idea. Uh. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, he says, if Ohio Democrats get wiped out this November, they will no longer be a major party. Now, he's not talking about in the state. Uh, he's not talking about as far as power within the state as if they have a majority now. He is literally saying the Democrats will not be a viable party. Right. So it is a single yeah. party <laughs> state. So Again, that party, in this case, being the uh, Trump wing specifically of the Republican Party. He goes on to say, just a random bunch of my just a random bunch of mayors. Ohio Democrats would join the history books alongside the Federalist Party and the Whig Party. Anybody ever mm. heard of them? It's wow. true That's, and uh, horrifying wow. and talk about a world where everyone used to say, well, we can't think binary about this. Theoretically, uh, you know, thinking that having two options wasn't enough. And right. now we're going to be living in a world where you're going to have to think unilaterally. Right. Like, what, what? Like there is no more. Bob, well, the the glorious days of having two shitheads to choose from. That right, was as right, good right. as we got. And now we're just going to go with one. That's what happens in a lot of these states that have one party rule. I mean, you, you see it in states that the Democrats run as well in New York and California. The primaries basically are the competition. And that's essentially it. That's how Mr. Majewski won in the first place is because there were so many people running for that seat because they knew once they got the nomination, it's a Republican favored district. Yep. And even if you're going against uh, a, 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 excuse me, hold on, Fernando, <clears throat> even if you're running against a stalwart like Marcy Captor, you have a great hell of a chance. It's almost like the fix is in speaking of uh, districts that have let led to some bad crap candidates. Uh, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, where we were discussing uh, the four and a half hours that uh, that Travis and I watched on C-SPAN, <laughs> of course, regarding her trial to see if she was able to run for office based upon the 14th Amendment. They were saying, hey, she can't run because she took place in an insurrection. Yeah. This was the case against her. I, As I was watching that trial, I don't think the state did a fantastic job, to be honest. Again, because I don't believe that we have an under there's not an agreement on if it was an insurrection or not, which is the whole issue, which is the whole issue. <laughs> right. right. So in this right. case, just the way that it was presented, mm -hmm. I didn't feel as if there was a I don't think that there was a um, a, uh, a through line of trust that this mm -hmm. that the events that occurred on January 6, 01, even matched the need or matched the description of an insurrection, which would, of course, match the need for the use of the 14th Amendment. So I figured she was right. going to be able to run again. And hopefully there is a primary process. But again, when it comes to fundraising, she has made bank off of uh, the scrutiny she's received for her actions on January 6th. Now, even if she had been uh, found guilty of violating the 14th Amendment, I still believe she would be on the ballot because oh, the decision wow. is ultimately up to Republican Secretary of State Brad Raffsberger, <laughs> and I think that he would have just <laughs> allowed her to stay on the ballot. So it seems like the good people of Georgia, you're stuck with the gazpacho police uh. enthusiast Marjorie <laughs> Taylor Greene, uh, of course, assuming that she runs for re-election, which... 
Again, what else does she have to do? These people are grifters. She's not going back to work at Burger King. There's a 100% <laughs> chance that Perjury Taylor Green will run again. Whoa, it's Perjury <laughs> Taylor Green. How, how? I don't recall. I don't recall. How, how does this I happen? I don't recall. Like what? That was the the amazing thing about that trial. Uh, I mean, I think Ben's right. The the actual definitions and and the nuance of the 14th Amendment, it's hard to say if she actually could have been found guilty, but the amount of time she was like, I don't recall saying that. And they're like, here's a video of you saying that. Is, it, is that you? And she was like, yes. And then they're like, would you try to start an insurrection? She's like, I wouldn't say it that way. I wouldn't say it And that then way. that was it. It was <laughs> four that hours was... of that. And of course, when it comes to deflection, oftentimes blaming what is supposed to be the fourth estate media uh, right. and uh, blaming the messenger mm. for their, uh, their problems as opposed to looking within and blaming themselves for uh, having horrible policy ideas and really not being uh, worthy of holding office in this interesting democratic republic. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Well, speaking of people blaming the media, Madison Cawthorn, we have a. (laughs) He has said blackmail will not win. Of course, the uh, blackmail in this case, uh, well, you could make a joke there if you would like to. Yeah, you could make a joke Uh, there. Okay. In this case, it was a nude video of uh, a very in shape Madison Cawthorn, uh, I believe, getting flirtatious with a family member. Um, (laughs) And then there's another video of uh, him getting his penis grabbed. By his number one aide and also a relative. Let's play the video of him getting his dick grabbed first. Again, what a what a fantastic time to be involved in American politics. Just when you thought the Lewinsky scandal was saucy, things are finally really <laughs> heating up here. So this is Madison Cawthorn. It's just a little twelve second video. And uh he's just he says he's acting foolish and joking with a friend. He's filled with passion and desire. I'd like to see your naked body beneath my hands. <laughs> what? Mm. <laughs> Me too. I, yeah. <laughs> and the grab and the crotch grabber around the world. Remember when? Uh, remember when uh, Kirsten Gillibrand made Al Franken retire? Okay. Um, of course, there are people who were upset with Al over the photo that took place during a USO tour. Uh, during a moment of levity that obviously went horribly wrong politically. But Madison Cawthorn, again, a thousand times worse than anything uh, that Al (laughs) ever did. And, of course, he stays in office. He's 26 years old at this point. The aide and the staffer is Stephen Smith. Now, Stephen Smith is a 23-year-old fella, and, again, they are related. And you guys know when you hang out with your relatives how you always play grab touch uh, and, uh, and, and, no. and, and and cock lick and all that stuff. I, mm, and, and hump the face. I yeah. always do hump yeah, the yeah, face. All the time. And, and if you do it, you got to make sure you video it and you put it on the internet. Because it's a lull and it's a raffle. I was telling, it's a lull. I was telling Travis, like, 
I'm not okay with uh, any family member touching me anywhere below like my nipple. I refuse hugs like, most of the like, time. Like why? <laughs> and no, I mean the the audience isn't able to see the video, but this is this is a this is the a gay porn preview. Oh, it this is. This is a Sean Cody video. <laughs> yeah. And maybe some people thought I was yeah. you know speaking out of turn or something, but um, he is gay. Madison Cawthorn, without a doubt. There's something. Uh, he it just is, and I know it, and I just... I, it, this is, again, why he mentioned uh, that he was invited to a brothel. All mm. of that was deflection. To the orgies. To the orgy. Yeah. All the of, cocaine orgies. All of that... It was his cocaine orgy. It was all deflection because he probably understood that these videos would, would surface, and he wanted to make himself mm. seem pious, and then he was like, I would never do anything like that, and obviously... Uh, the man belongs on Broadway uh, with his wonderful <laughs> assessment uh, and the way that he spoke so eloquently. Um, the camera pans to Mr. Mr. Smith uh, after uh, Cawthorn says he would like to see a, a naked body beneath his hands. And then his buddy there, Smith, says, me too. And then, uh, and then Cawthorn laughs and laughs. Because, you know, again, I've been straight my whole life. You know, uh, that doesn't really happen. <laughs> sure. like, right, 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 I'm right. very close with all of my friends I tell my friends I love them and I hug my friends and everything like that I just don't I can't never happen that though. but but I never reach over and grab your thigh afterwards it just it wasn't even the thigh it was a cock it was a straight cock grab which again <laughs> it's only uh interesting because the optimal word when talking about politics is hypocrisy mm -hmm. and someone like Madison mm -hmm. Cawthorn a Trump Republican who's a manly man you know he only likes men I'm sure he's going to be on Tucker Carlson's show all about the eradication of the American male. Again, Tucker Carlson <laughs> does not hold the mantle of masculinity. Uh, the man can barely hold his own head up. Let's play Madison Cawthorn speaking. This is a seven-minute video. We're only going to play the first minute. Now, again, this is Cawthorn deflecting, blaming everybody but, him, but himself. And in this case, he's blaming, that's right, the swamp, mm. the same Whoa. swamp again. You're going to want to clench your butt cheeks uh, in order to not have drip all over you. Let's play Cawthorn talking about why he didn't do anything wrong and the media is so mean to him. Hey, everyone. Madison Cawthorn here. Now, I'm cool sure many of you have seen some outlandish stuff the media has been uh -huh. putting out okay. about me over the last few weeks. I've really never seen the swamp launch such a coordinated attack <laughs> against any individual in politics except for Donald Trump. And even though we know the fake news lies about fighters in Congress, like me, I'm sure that many of you still have questions that are reasonable. You know, why are they attacking me? Do any of the allegations have merit? How do you explain some of it? Now, yep. the normal political doctrine is to ride out the storm. Advisors have told me that, Madison, you have such a large lead in the polls. You're the incumbent. And then I Don't put my cock kind of right stuff. in their face. But I was elected exactly for the reason that I fight back. I won't just roll over and bend the knee. I don't want to <laughs> waste my time fighting the Poor fake news and every single narrative they put out. But I feel that I am honor-bound to dispel some of their lies. And I'm going to do it quickly, point by point. Here we go. All right. So there we go. And then he pulls a whole series of articles that he has in front of him <laughs> as if he's a poor man's Alex Jones. Oh Again, he says he will not bend a knee to blackmail uh, in this case anyway. <laughs> All right. You guys yeah, get it. Wow. So Madison got he's, he's rolling. Roll, roll that beautiful bean footage. My gosh. I wouldn't be doing it justice if I didn't say that this is blackmail. You know, releasing naked videos of someone else sure. to try to hurt them for whatever reason is blackmail. The issue is what Ben is. The issue here is what Ben keeps talking about, the hypocrisy. You know, mm -hmm. it's like it, it would be one thing if this man was out and open and stood as a gay Republican, but he doesn't. 
Everything he votes for right. is anti-gay. The 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 thing the policies he's enforcing and encouraging are anti-gay. And well, so and again, going back to uh, Cawthorn, so desperate to be seen as a great red-blooded American exactly. man. Uh, he's so courageous, as a matter of fact. He's in love with Vladimir Putin. Nothing gay mm. about that. <laughs> I feel like no, sir. Vladimir Putin and people like Cawthorn have taken heterosexual male ideas to the point where they're like, we don't even talk to women. I'm so straight. All I do is drink cum, okay? I wouldn't even look at a woman. They're disgusting to me. Okay. So this is what he labeled uh, Vlad, uh, Vladimir Zelensky. He called him a thug. And right. this is what Cawthorn mm. says. He says... If our election system continues to be rigged and continues to be stolen, then it's going to lead to one place, and that's bloodshed. Thank you, Madison. What? Uh. Oh, my goodness. Now, again, beyond all the gay stuff, I mean, again, this is a family member. Uh, the, the Stephen Smith went on Cawthorn's honeymoon with him and his wife. His wife, by the way, are now, for some reason, Ben, they're uh, going through a divorce. Oh, maybe I don't know if you knew that. I can't they blame it. the pressures of political office, but uh, obviously there might be other reasonings. But also, just from um, an ethical standpoint, the group Fire Madison Cawthorn points out that Stephen Smith's home address, he works for Cawthorn. He's a staffer. You're not allowed to give staffers more than $250 in gifts. And so giving Stephen Smith rent, mm, <laughs> rent-free housing, mm. whether it's in North Carolina, which is where his home address is, and his home address is Madison Cawthorn's address, or if it's in yes. D.C., that's just illegal. And that's an ethics complaint in and of itself, and of much less, uh, as you point out, the hypocritical nature of the relationship. And, of course, Cawthorn, also many pictures of him in a dress. And, again, nothing wrong with that. Except for the hypocrisy, uh, he is also going. Uh, he is also facing some potential lawsuits uh, under the Fourteenth Amendment as well, as we saw with Marjorie mm -hmm. Taylor Greene. But we can take what happened oh. with MTG as a bit of a precedent, and I'm assuming right. again. Uh, it being that we can't agree as a people if it was an insurrection or not an insurrection, I believe that he will be allowed to run for office once again. Right, but the, the more damning uh, evidence, the more damning lawsuits, in addition to this ethics complaint involving his cousin, could also be around what we highlighted a couple weeks ago, the Let's Go Brandon, back to that old theme, the Bitcoin Absolutely. that he cashed in on, the pump and dump mm -hmm. that he promoted. Pump and, and dump. Quickly, <laughs> he, apparently he's lots, doing right, lots of pumping and dumping. Okay, All right, we okay, got we got it, folks. Okay, we got it. I'm just saying. But also, keep in mind, he's got DUI spending, um, and then, of course, he's got uh, the the fact that he's walked into the airport in his home district, not once, but twice with a loaded gun. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. these are all issues. He can't get enough of walking around with his loaded gun one way or another. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, politics, huh? Uh huh? Yeah. Uh -huh? <laughs> <laughs> Fernando, your thoughts? Uh, you know, I've, I've dealt with a lot of gay closeted men in my, in my days and uh, just learn to love yourself. You Seriously. know, this, Honestly, this, uh, hopefully, right? hopefully Mr. Carthorn, Mr. Carthorn hears this. Just love yourself. Please. If you can't love yourself, then you're not going to be able to love anybody else. <laughs> it's so true. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. It is true. And it's good that he lost the beard, AKA, AKA his ex-wife and just oh, right. be, his wife, just okay. be open <laughs> Be open because you can just, you know, I was thinking about when it comes to like Lindsey Graham, mm -hmm. everyone knows he's gay. And and I was thinking uh, when we talk about like a marginalized class, right? Mm. It's sad yeah, that it Lindsey sucks. Graham can't be it's, open. It sucks. Because it sucks. he wants, right. you know, of course it, 
he could be, but he's a power hungry mm, right, little right. piece of shit. But it is sad <laughs> in, in mm-hmm. a sense, you know, that you would have someone like a Madison Cawthorn, who I'm sure if I'm going to be empathetic, which uh, he doesn't deserve it, but it's probably a struggle for him, right? Military <sighs> guy. Uh, again, he wants yeah. to be seen as so masculine. He, he loves Putin so much. Uh, the let's go Brandon pump and dump. All of that is predicated upon his vision of masculinity and people invested right. a lot of money and then he took all of it uh, because he's a total and utter scumbag. But it, there is a certain sadness to it as well. It's projection. It's it everything is. you talk about. Yeah, I agree. It's the same thing we dealt with the, the John Kasich situation yep. here in Ohio. Um, originally back in the 90s, he actually um, was running against our friend of the show, Dr. Bob Fetrakis, who was at that time a Democrat. And Kasich had the same deal. He lived with his chief of staff. And it was a, a, you know certainly a relationship in the 90s that people were like, hmm, that's interesting. But again, it's also just illegal uh, to give any staffer over $250 worth of anything so uh, you know it's it's just more of the same for some of these folks and you do feel bad in some way um, but I'll never forget when John Kasich had that CNN town hall and uh, mm. Jim Obergefell, the man who actually went to the Supreme Court and got gay marriage legalized all across the nation mm-hmm. he's an Ohio native and he asked uh, John Kasich about uh, about Kasich's stance on gay marriage and previous stances and boy that got real awkward real quick yep. because it's pretty much common knowledge. It was called the worst kept secret in the state house about Kasich being gay, but now he's at CNN, baby, and it doesn't matter. And he's with Cle- he's with Jordan Klepper. Oh, oh Jordan- no, I forgot about Klepper that one already. Kasich. Whoa. Oh. Just when you uh. thought it couldn't get any more white. Um, <laughs> there it is. The two worst kinds of whites, a liar. <laughs> and someone who isn't funny. Um, all right, so <laughs> boom. I don't, it doesn't. He doesn't. Well, whatever. They're fine. <laughs> They're both very financially stable and doing just fine, and represented by a massive corporation that has given them everything they've ever wanted in their life. And maybe that corporation never <sighs> hired me, and maybe that's why I'm bitter. Who knows? Who knows? Comedy. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's you funny. could have had CNN Plus, Ben. It could have been yours. Could have been me. Comedy Central, CNN. It oh. starts with a C. I ain't going to be there, I guess. Um, all right. Well, let's move on to something. Obviously, it's all fairly serious, but abortion. Uh, thanks uh. to the response for, on the last episode, uh, we did mention it's five white. Uh, not Well, not all white. Mm. Never mind. Oh. We did mention it was five guys talking about abortion. And I think some people were like, how is this going to go? Right. Um, and hopefully people were... Um, informed and hopefully the conversation must occur between all genders we need to talk Um, about it especially as guys that are pro-choice as guys that understand women's rights we need to be talking about i understand them enough to to stay out of it that's what i understand (laughs) enough it's just like no that's i'm not going to the i need my butt is i'm preparing my thing for the my butt i have to get my butt done oh yeah, you know, you you plus forty, Ben. You gotta. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but you know, I I think the yeah the <sighs> last uh, sorry this week's earlier episode was great because of Jason Mr. Selvig's story about his experience with yes. abortion and you know that because absolutely. it's a story that that a lot of men I'm sure that has happened to absolutely. a lot of men. absolutely absolutely it impacts everybody. I mean, you even think again back to hypocrisy. You think about how many Republican politicians have been able to secretly get their wife or their mistress or their daughter's abortions. I think of the Pennsylvania congressman who got caught in a, a lie mm-hmm. having to pay for his mistress's uh, abortion a, a few years back. Yep. So it, this issue impacts everyone, but certainly 
We want to help our women counterparts. And again, strange fellow, strange bedfellows. That is politics. Tesla is actually going to offer free rides to uh, employees who need to travel out of state to go get an abortion. Uh, Louisiana, by the way, the most recent state, mm. it is now being proposed in legislation that looks like it will pass, uh, that if you commit or if you um, have an abortion, you will be charged with committing a homicide. Wow. Now, of course, uh, that will see, that means that you will face charges as if you murdered uh, an individual, much like Gary Ridgway. You will be wow. riding away in prison for uh, enacting your constitutional rights. Uh, to healthcare and privacy, and of course, if it is a case of incest or rape, uh, the rapist or person committing the act of incest will wow. s- will face a much lesser penalty wow. uh, than you Oof. will when it comes to um, making your own decision. So let's talk about some ladies, specifically in Ohio once again. Let's talk about Representative Schmidt. Now, yeah. this woman, her name is Jean Schmidt. And uh, she looks like the type of gal that Madison Cawthorn would love. She's mean, <laughs> cold. Uh, this is what she was talking about regarding abortion and uh, if rape is the reason that a woman needs to have one. This is what she has to say. So uh, here you go. Rape is a difficult issue. And it emotionally scars the individual. All are in part for the rest of their life just as child abuse does. But if a baby is created, it is a human life. And whether that mother ends that pregnancy or not, the scars will not go away. Period. It is a shame that it happens, but there's an opportunity for that woman, no matter how young or old she is, to make a determination about what she's going to do to help that life be a productive human being. She can choose to raise the child. All right, we can pause it here. We'll just take a second. So obviously uh, she's pretending as if the woman in her scenario has any choice. She also continues to talk talk about uh, the woman as a mother. Uh, Again, I would use the term victim right and rape is a difficult issue uh is understatement of the year so i feel again this is where we cannot be putting governmental hands inside of the womb of individuals and also the assumptions that she's making that uh first of all referring to rape as an emotional scarring mm-hmm. as opposed to the physical scarring right. uh that also takes place many people uh, who have experienced such horrible um atrocities done to them mention how when you go to get the rape kit done at the hospital it's damn near uh, round 2 you know <sighs> so the lack of empathy lack of understanding and obviously this is a woman so she knows more about you know having a uterus than me but the idea that um you would force somebody to carry a sit- to term, uh, to term um, the ramifications of a violent rape mm. is just not something the government needs to be doing. Again, this is Representative Jean Schmidt out of uh, District 65 in Ohio. She continues on. She can choose to give that child to a loving family member or to give it to someone else. 
And that child can grow up and be something magnificent, a wonderful family person, uh, cure cancer, etc. This is not about keeping abortion alive. This is about keeping the mother alive. And just because you have emotional scars doesn't give you the right, right to take the life. All right, so obviously brutal, completely ass backwards. But anyway, Travis, do you know this woman from Ohio? Have you heard of her before? I actually uh, highlighted her. I don't think we were able to get her actual name in the sound clip in um, on the last show at The Good Liars, mm-hmm. but this was uh, the woman I was referring to. It's Jean Schmidt. She used to be a congresswoman out of Cincinnati. Actually, when the redistricting happened 10 years ago, she had to run against uh, another Republican down in Cincinnati, and she lost, and we thought that was the end of her forever, but now she's reared her ugly head again in in Ohio State House, not only is she the sponsor of this uh, super harsh anti-abortion bill, she's also the sponsor of the Ohio version of the Don't Say Gay bill mm. from Florida, which, again, all these state legislatures that are run by Republicans, they start just, you know, it's almost like a group text where they just right. swap shitty legislation. And when she was questioned by reporters on the Don't Say Gay bill, like, you know, just honest questions of what does this do? What does this accomplish? She ran away from them and said that she was busy. And mm. the, the you know the clip is just here is a sitting representative pitching legislation, proposing legislation, and they can't even answer questions about I it. I hate that. Um, to be held accountable, it's brutal. Fix the roads. Mm. Fix the roads. Leave people alone. BP added more than seventy billion dollars to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Speaking of fixing uh, infrastructure, Wisconsin, that's been falling apart. They not just only they not only busted every freaking union, uh, the education system has been in shambles. Scott Walker, one of the worst governors uh, to ever come out of that state. And now, of course, they're still reeling from the policies that he had put in place. The Foxconn deal, again, emphasis on con, should put him... Uh, Almost, it, it is criminal uh, what they did to Wisconsin, still staying there tax-free, creating zero jobs whatsoever. Wisconsin GOP governor candidate Rebecca Kleefish. This is what she had to say when it comes to women who are raped. Uh, it's a quick little clip, but uh, let's just play it. Would you have an exemption for rape and incest as well? No, because I don't think it's the baby's fault how the baby is conceived. Wow. And hyper-simplistic, <laughs> very stupid understanding of uh, the intri- intricacies of what occurs in life. Privilege uh, comes to mind as I'm looking at that woman, by the way. Someone who never had to make the difficult decisions that millions and millions of Americans have to make. She also said, and this is a quote when it comes to 
finding out you were impregnated by a rapist, quote, make lemons out of lemonade, uh, which I believe what? means she's saying that being raped is kind of like lemonade, Oh no! Uh, which I don't okay. think that's what that song's about. Um, that doesn't sound accurate. So anyway, I think uh, clowns to the left me, jokers to the right. Uh, again, we are stuck just trying to find a rational middle. And if you look at the statistics, again, this is why gerrymandering and redistricting is so anti-democratic. Only 30% of Americans have these beliefs, mm-hmm. and they're now mm-hmm. going to have 100% of control the over people's now. lives. The, I think you you said it, you nailed it right on the head when you said that this, uh, especially Rebecca Cleefish, she looks like someone who comes from privilege. And same with the- She looks like she's an, what's it called, est- equestrian? Right, equestrian? She's, yeah, she's, like, she, Although she's I a do horse love horses. I do like yeah. horses. Yeah. The horses are not to blame. <laughs> you're it's the people. There, I'll be your horse. I'll be your horse. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, both Representative, uh, I'm sorry, both Schmidt and Cleefish, you could you could see, and I and I talked about this, you know, earlier this week with the with the with the good liars. It seems like it's a class attack. It seems like they're attacking mm-hmm. a certain kind of woman. Like they're saying this would never happen to me. But if it happened to you, and who who are they probably talking about? Poor women, women of color. Yep. It's it's they really yep. want to make it about it's your fault right. that you're pregnant. And a lot of people will, uh, you know, I was watching uh, Candace Owens. Oh yes, wonderful. Uh, and uh, she was <laughs> discussing uh, Sanger, right? The gal who started Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. She's a total bitch, right? Total racist, horrible piece of shit. Um, that doesn't okay. Fine, got you. <laughs> cool. There's a lot of things that have been created that I like, such as um, Ford's, um, <laughs> most most uh, Tombstone Pizza, mm-hmm. uh, Jimmy John's. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of the uh, people that created those are a Nazi, a racist, and then I actually don't know uh, who created Jack's Frozen Pizza, um, but whoever they were, I'm sure they were horrible. But their product is good. So it really doesn't matter uh, that you have... Uh, correct criticisms of someone like Margaret Sanger, mm-hmm. who, in my opinion, was um, Nazi-esque in her love of eugenics. Mm, and right. those, like, if you listen to what she has said, she's a regular old uh, Eric Clapton <laughs> uh, when it comes to you know, <laughs> wow. uh, her rhetoric. But again, that doesn't mean... And, and Planned Parenthood, of course, just one of the tentacles right. on this huge issue of reproductive care. So anyway, uh, Louisiana lawmakers have advanced a bill that would now abolish abortion in its state, and it would grant constitutional rights to, quote, all unborn children from the moment of fertilization. Oh, my God. Okay. So because of that, uh, the Louisiana bill, um, it would make having an abortion a felony. And they are also one of the states, as Travis mentioned on the last episode, that has implemented trigger laws. So as soon as, Mm -hmm. if the Supreme Court does in June overturn Roe, as soon as they do that, as soon as the uh, ink is not even yet dry, um, it will now be illegal in Louisiana. South Dakota Governor um, Christy Nome, a Republican this week, uh, said that she is going to call for a special legislative legislative session, if Roe is overturned, to again limit abortions uh, to the greatest extent possible, which is incarceration and charging people with committing the act of homicide. 2022. Crazy, right? So I I have a question about about the the Supreme Court and and perjury. So I've been hearing this a lot on the Internet. How is it not perjury that what they said during their confirmation hearings that they said that, you know, they said that it was uh, that Roe v. Wade was established law? It helps when you're on the Supreme Court now. 
So it's just who's going to do what are you going to try? Yeah. Who's charging? So it's it's exactly it's like what are you going to do about it? It's basically what we're, where we're at now in this country. What are you going to do? Something about? along those lines. Now keep keep in mind the the draft memo, it's not finished yes. yet, nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's still some wiggle room and you know, these people are obviously some of the top lawyers in the country, so you got to think maybe in the back of their mind uh, they've thought of their wiggle room in terms of what they said and what they do. I'm still just blown away by folks like Susan Collins, who just straight up says, but 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 he said he would keep it legal when he talked to me in my office. To be fair, I think Amy Coney Barrett basically said that she wouldn't. Basically. And of course, when it comes to Kavanaugh, that trial or that uh, the uh, the confirmation hearing. If it was about policy, he should not have won. Mm. Um, and uh, it just obviously was not the case. It became something larger than that. And, of course, when it comes to the Me Too moment and the Me Too movement, you do wonder if this is retribution as well. <sighs> that you was kind of what I was yeah. thinking. As I was watching Kevin, I was like, he's going to be really mad. Yeah. He likes beer. Yeah. He's going to be really mad. He likes beer. He still likes beer. <laughs> Clarence Thomas has been waiting, what, 30 years for this? Literally. And again, those are the people that uh, are not going to be affected by the very legislation that they are going to promote and allow to be be put forth in now 26 states that look like they're going to have this, that that have this trigger law. All right. Well, speaking of, uh, in this case, a Republican as well, the Republican, there's a Republican candidate. uh, He killed his wife. Okay. Oh, my God. Um, And then he just won a primary from jail. Wow. So, uh, Whoa. how the fuck did I only get 1.8%? This is what I'm wondering. <laughs> uh, of course, Eric Adams, by the way, the mayor of New York City, he sh- he went to the Met Gala. Isn't that Yay. nice? And then oh. he had a he had a uh, he had a jacket on that said "End Gun Violence." And then I was thinking, like, you're the mayor, you know? <laughs> like, it, it, like that, if, right? <laughs> if like Selena wore it. Gomez would be right. like, oh, okay, that's a message, but you're the, you're the mayor, you're the you know? You're the guy in charge. So it's up, like gun violence is up 45% in New York, and it's like, yeah, cool jacket. <laughs> cool jacket, you that'll do asshole. it. Yeah, he's busy at the Met Gala and at Netflix is a joke festival when New York is literally burning. Exactly. <laughs> he's disgusting. Celebrity uh, wannabe. Piece of shit. Anyway, speaking of piece of shit, it's not just Eric Adams. It's this dude, Andrew Wilhoit. He's 39. He's been charged with homicide uh, after killing his wife uh, with a flower pot. Oh, my God. Okay. Holy moly. She is a a breast cancer survivor. She uh, underwent chemotherapy. And anyway, he still won election. He won the primary for the Clinton Township Board. Uh, He won 60 votes and and can still be on the ballot for the election in November, even though he'll likely be arrested. So... Not like, wow. you know, if you're a gal, you like read stories like that. You're like, I don't know if they really like me around here, you know, <sighs> um, but it doesn't matter. And uh, again, this is pretty small. He literally won 60 votes. Um, but it is just an interesting reminder. Again, uh, this democracy that we live in, it's a messy process. And even someone who committed the act of murder, or at the very least, is being charged with doing so. 
as a chance to make it. So maybe this is actually a feel-good story. Oh, no. Finally a real pro-life Republican. Good, you love to see it. You love to see so it. So he's just sticking it out in hope that he's not convicted? I, like, is that the plan? Hey, man, the, that's half of the Republican Congress people's playbook at this point. <laughs> hope you don't get convicted. Exactly. And accuse everybody else of doing the things that they do. Let's it's the go, media. Brandon talking about pedophilia meanwhile if that man holds office he's going to be uh hanging out uh, potentially with the matt gateses of the world a yeah. man who uh, had sex with a 17 year old and gave her 300 bucks on venmo and said it was quote for tuition if that doesn't make you sick then i don't know what else does these guys gotta stay off venmo with this stuff that's the same madison cawthorn and uh, stephen smith their venmos are very uh, interesting to look at the, the uh, what, at one point uh, madison paid stephen for the quickie at the airport and that's what they called it on venmo <laughs> oh no wow wow this piece of shit again going back to this guy who won this uh, little election there Indiana State Police were called to look at the investigation. A lot of blood was all around the master bedroom in the sink. And uh, apparently he had an affair with his wife, uh, you know, um, with another woman, mm -hmm. obviously. And his wife, he says, quote, uh, had, a, had a hard time taking the news. Oh, my God. So oh, he, my she, Yeah, he said, quote, she had taken the news hard. Um, so, then he, so then he had to kill her there. So anyway, uh, wow. So if you're in, if you're in uh, what was it, Clinton Township? Um. Maybe try to vote for someone else. Yeah, because there's got to be there's got to be someone that didn't like murder their wife. You know, I always knew there'd be a day where the last podcast topics would meet top hat topics, <laughs> and here we are. It's only a matter of time. No, it happens. It happens more than we like to admit. It's pretty pretty brutal. All right, and just lastly, let's end with a <laughs> oh man. Speaking of pedophilia, this man <laughs> liked to cover him up more than Madison Cawthorn mm -hmm. likes his head, like likes his cock covered up by the hand of his cousin. Okay, Jim <laughs> Jordan, January sixth. A lot of things happened there, right? Two thousand and one, and there's a lot of different political angles you could take. Uh, the one that I would personally take, the one that I do take, is he's bad. Uh, you know, because there was a, there was an election, and then. These uh, lunatics tried to overthrow it, and they tried to stop it from happening. Regardless of how pathetic and stupid the attempt looked, uh, it was indeed an active attempt at an insurrection. Whether they fulfilled their um, their uh, overall potential, uh, that is greatly up for debate. But of course, these individuals that were involved had assistance from people on the inside. Mm. Bobert, Goser, uh, mm. the aforementioned Matt Gates. Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, Mo, and of mm. course, Jim Jordan. So Jim Jordan, what is he now upset about? He's upset because the FBI, and again, fuck the FBI. I don't <laughs> give a shit about the FBI, but that doesn't mean I agree with Jim Jordan when it comes to this, because technically the FBI is doing what any business would do. The FBI is quietly suspending security clearances for employees who attended the protests and mm. broke into the building and again, attempted to stop the free exchange of power, free and fair exchange of power, which is the only thing that our country has mm -hmm. that makes us not freaking Russia. This is what Jim Jordan had to say, and he is pissed. He says, one such targeted employee who is working with the FBI, who has also honorably served in the United States military for 20 years, 
Um, he's been working for the FBI for more than a decade, according to whistleblowers while on the leave. These FBI employees, employees attended public events in Washington, D.C. with their spouses. Mm-hmm. We've been told that them and other FBI employees did not enter the United States Capitol, but and they have not been charged with any crime and have not been contacted by law enforcement about their actions. It reminds me of when you're in a car and somebody rolls down a window in the back seat, and maybe you don't even know they have a gun. They shoot somebody. You know, you also get charged with murder, yes. right? Yep. So if right. you're an FBI employee, and you're going and you're listening to the rhetoric, Donald Trump, he's the Lincoln of our time because he freed this slave, and you're just like, Roger Stone has a lot of great <laughs> <Roger> points. <Stone. laughs> if you work at McDonald's and they find out that some of your buddies stole a couple of Big Macs, mm-hmm. you're going to be fired. Yep. Um, so the one thing that Jim Jordan, not all the injustice is happening when it comes to our constitutional rights being trampled upon as if they are the steps of the Capitol building on January 6th of 2001, mm. he's not upset with any of that. He's upset that the FBI is firing some people that he thought were cool. Oh, man. And, of course, we all remember Jim Jordan's fantastic acting skills when he was was asked blatantly what he talked about for 10 minutes on a phone call with Donald Trump the morning of January 6th. I talked to him all the time. I talked to him yesterday. 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 I mean, I don't know. It was before. It was after. It was uh, was, His voice even cracked. Check out the clip, folks. These people need better acting lessons. It was absolutely incredible Jim Jordan because of security clearance is required by FBI positions the suspension of security clearance means the FBI suspended these employees from work indefinitely such a suspension is likely to be the first step in terminating their employment Mm. maybe they can go work at the places that you love so much like Amazon which just squashed the only potential union we had in this country it would have been the largest in the nation and they did uh, made sure that that did not pass. Again, uh, don't forget Je- Jeannie Thomas, the Supreme Court Justice's uh, Clarence Thomas wife. Mm-hmm. She was also there. And um, yeah, I don't know. The FBI, you can call it the swamp. You can call it the deep state and call it whatever the fuck you want. I don't even really care. I don't even necessarily think that it isn't a swamp. And I don't think it isn't necessarily the deep state. <laughs> but the number one thing it is, it, it, the number one thing it is, is a company. And from mm. a company perspective, they're like, yeah, we're just going to we're going to have to let you go. You know, people have been fired for far, far, far less, like taking maternity leave uh, <laughs> or wanting to leave a warehouse right. during a tornado. Uh, right. I'm just right, happy right. Jim Jordan is focused on what matters to the American people. Exactly. <laughs> it's just it's pretty unreal. This country. The way they're going after abortion rights, especially here now, and and we are still one of the only major countries that does not even have maternity leave built into our law and policy systems. Yep. Yes, indeed. Uh, He says, this perception is buttressed by documented examples of political bias ingrained in the FBI's leadership culture. Because you know how the FBI is so liberal. (laughs) (laughs) Half pack. (laughs) Only in this world do... People like Jim Jordan, again, who's just a grifter in every sense of the word, uh, they're, you know, that liberal FBI, Hoover loved to wear panties. You know, well, yeah. if, if he's so mad, yeah. <laughs> Madison Cawthorn's getting uh, fashion tips from J. Edgar Hoover's ghost. <laughs> you know what? If Jimbo is so worried about these guys' jobs, he could hire them as his personal security. Oh, that right? would be nice. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's if that's the issue, if you're worried about them being unemployed, Jimbo, just well, hire him yourself. Jim Jordan, <laughs> his executive uh, leading principles are cover up all 
pedophiles. Cover, <laughs> cover, yeah. Provide them cover. Ugh, unbelievable. I'm sorry, buddy. A lot of Ohio today. Wow. It's it was it's you know what? And here I am uh, doing the show from Ohio, and uh, it just makes me want to leave. Not gonna <laughs> lie. I gotta get the hell out of here. Yeah. All right, everyone. Well, thank you for listening. Hang in there. Uh, we'll keep on doing the best we can to inform you on this show. And again, we just got to know what's going on and then just bring some rationale back here. Mm -hmm. And why don't we have any? It's because of the things that we talk about all the time. When you don't have free and fair elections because of gerrymandering and redistricting, mm -hmm. you don't have an actual binary at best system now that we're going with more of an autocracy approach. Things like this, 30% of the country is going to, again, dictate 100% of us. Mm. And it ain't right, especially for a party, specifically the Republicans, uh, who are, are dis they're disgusted by minority rule. Mm. Well, they're the largest minority in this country, and uh, we have to hold them accountable. And again, the Democrats, here's your time. This would be a good time to step up. The only one I'm seeing out there is Fetterman. Mm -hmm. He's trying. He's doing his damnedest. Yeah. And again, Dr. Oz, we'll see if... Uh, the, the man from Mar-a-Lago is able to help Gross. get that fake doctor into a very real Senate seat. <laughs> anyway, follow Fetterman. I was like, I still don't want him to come on the show. He, he, he hasn't responded to my countless DMs. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I will say it's it's funny. Uh, ben has, you have such a, a natural uh, affinity for politicians who are, are very wrestler-like. It's yeah. the only time I've ever seen Ben Kissel starstruck was at Politico 2019 when you met uh, Kane, Glenn the wrestler. Jacobs. Glenn Jacobs, who's mayor of Knoxville. And uh, Ben was, he was a bit starstruck. I was a bit was starstruck. Really I was nervous to meet him. And, you know, policy aside, uh, Kane is one of the fa most fantastic wrestlers of all time. You know? And, you know, again, politics are a strange thing, and they make mm -hmm. odd bedfellows all around, much like the Brothers of Destruction, which was The Undertaker and Kane. Oh. Um, unfortunately, they're both now on the Supreme Court as well. Uh. So that's fantastic. <laughs> Very good. Wonderful. <laughs> all right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you on the road very soon. Hail yourselves. We'll talk to you soon. Well, it seems that the entire world is saying, let's go, Brandon, crazy. JR, you're an artist with that big, beautiful yard, and uh, you did a fantastic job. I want you to get J360 and Savannah Craven. The three of you can get together and make a big, beautiful song for the people to hear. It'll be a musical masterpiece, believe me. Let's go, Brandon. Gas prices high. high. Let's go, Brandon. Tax twice as high. high. Let's go, Brandon. Shout out to Dave Chappelle. Shout out to Kyrie Irving. I'm praying for you as well. As well. Let's go, Brandon. Cancel, cancel culture. Make America Florida and give Georgia Herschel walk. Let's go, Brandon. Shout out to DeSantis. Hey. Props to Governor Abbott. Let's go, Brandon. Number one in all genres. Shout out to Bryson Gray. Surrounded by piranhas, they don't want us like Nirvana. They don't want us like Oprah. We in the field unlike Loza. Megalacosta, Nostra on a political roller coaster. I don't mess with Coca Cola, they want me to be less white. I want them to stop looting targets and stealing from Best Buy. Y'all feel like Lizzo, sweating Crisco. Joe left our soldiers in Afghanistan. Them patriots ain't have a chance. Blow in the field. 
run up, get your head stuck. Been a hundred Trump rallies. Shoot, I even met Trump. I'm down with the PBs, I've been around some GD. I wanna bridge the culture gap. And when the vultures attack, know the Migos got your back. Hey, Nicki Minaj, you the finest female that rap. We all know Cardi is whack. Even Vladimir Putin, him. View this as insanity. He say the West is doing crimes against humanity. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.